Welcome to the Growing Green Landscapes Podcast with Jeremiah Jennings. While still in his early 20s, Jeremiah already runs a successful six-figure lawn maintenance company. Listen in as he and his guests share the things that have brought them success that can help you in your business. As a young entrepreneur in the green industry, Jeremiah emphasizes the tips and tricks involved in running a lawn maintenance business while discussing the principles applying to all small businesses. If you're wanting to grow, become profitable and professional, you're in the right place. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode here on the Growing Green Landscapes podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings. I am so excited to be coming to you tonight. This is actually, we're recording this real time on Christmas Eve Eve, I guess you could say. Some people call it Christmas Adam because, you know, Adam came before Eve. Uh, That's pretty funny. Uh, But anyway... Christmas Eve is right around the corner. Christmas Day is right around the corner. Uh, if you're listening to this episode when it comes out, Christmas Eve is the day that it's going to release on. And I wanted to just do a special episode here, something a little bit out of the ordinary. It's not what we usually do here on the uh, podcast, but we're going to talk about the Christmas story and uh, the birth and the uh, meaning of the birth of Christ and what Christmas really means. And so we talk a lot of business on this podcast, a lot of entrepreneurship, a lot of numbers. But one thing I always am uh, pretty I'm, I'm pretty vocal about is my faith and the reason that I believe what I believe. And uh, I want to just help the most people that I can and be a good witness for Christ and just uh, help help the most people that I can, literally. I mean, that's what I, that's what I want to do is help people out there. So uh, if I can give business advice, I want to give business advice, but spiritual advice, uh, spiritual witness, that's the best way, uh, the best thing that I can be doing uh, for to further the kingdom of God. So today what I want to talk about is we're just going to strictly kind of go through the birth of Jesus Christ and what Christmas is. We're going to go through the biblical walkthrough of what happened and kind of hit on a few points about it. And it's not going to be a very long episode, just something short and sweet here to get you through Christmas and just something to remind you of why we celebrate Christmas and what the point of it is and not to get uh, sucked up into all of the all of the gift giving and the it and just the I don't know elf on the shelf and Santa Claus and all that stuff that goes along with Christmas. Those are all good things. I don't have anything against them by any means, but we just need to always remember what the reason for the season is. And you hear that talked about all the time. We're going to get into it a little bit later here on the show about uh, why I'm so vocal about that and what uh, I believe on that on that front. So anyway, we're just going to hop into it today. We're going to read a few passages. Uh, we're going to start in Matthew 1, uh, verse 18. And so if you want to just follow along, you can listen. You can pull out your Bible on your app or uh, on the pages, the, your real... Uh, Bible there in in hand in person if you have one of those but either way I'm going to be reading from the King James version there's many versions out there that a lot of people um, like and use and I'm I'm a fan of multiple versions I like the ESV uh, NIV is is good it's solid so I'm going to choose to read from the KJV today that's what I've grown up reading and studying so that's what I have in front of me and that's what we're going to use today some of the words in here are uh, it's kind of from the older language it's kind of hard to understand but you can kind of get the meaning and if we get to anything where we don't really understand it I'll try to try to explain it a little bit but anyway here we go Matthew 1 verse 18 KJV says now the birth of Jesus Christ was on his wise when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together she was found with child of the Holy Ghost no modern day Holy Spirit that's what most people would say um, so First verse here. Let's just talk about a little a little backstory on what this is. Is 
Joseph is supposed to be engaged to, or he is engaged to marry Mary. And uh, Mary is a teenage girl, scholars believe. She was very young. Uh, she was not adult by any means, but they got married younger in, in those days, in the days before Christ. And even just throughout all biblical times, they got early, they got married early on. So they were engaged to be married. And all of a sudden, before they came together, which means before they got married and uh, did the deed, I guess you could say, she was found with child, which means she was pregnant. Uh, verse 19, then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. So Joseph was going to save her reputation and his by just kind of shutting it down, not letting it get out to the public that she was pregnant because... I mean, listen, that doesn't really make sense. What are you going to do? I don't know if I would believe my wife. She came up to me before we got married and said, hey, I'm pregnant, uh, but the baby's from God. It's from the Holy Spirit. It's not, I didn't go out and make love with someone else. It's it's from God. I'm still a virgin. I don't know what I would do in that state, in that situation. I would probably be worse off than Joseph would. I don't, I don't even know. But So the plan was for Joseph, he was going to put her away and not make a public example of her and not ruin her reputation or his uh, either way there. So that was the plan. That's what he was going to do. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take the, unto thee Mary, thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. So an angel came to him and confirmed what Mary was saying. He said, the baby came from God. It came from the Holy Spirit. She did not go out. She did not make love with someone else. She did not have uh, relations with anyone else. So she did that, and she, she told Joseph that. The angel comes along, tells him, and confirms that story. And so, verse 21, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now, I remind you, this is before this, it's before Jesus is born, the angel's meeting and speaking to Joseph, and he's telling him these things. He's telling him, you're going to have a son, call his name Jesus, he shall save the people from their sins. Verse 22, Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. So what this is saying is, this dates back to Isaiah's prophecies that he prophesied in the Old Testament, was there was going to be a virgin, she was going to have a baby, and they were going to call his name Jesus. And so that was verse 23 there. Verse 24, Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. So that tells you there, uh, Joseph awoke from the sleep that he was in from the angel. The angel came to him. And he followed through with it. He, he obeyed the Lord. He obeyed the angel and did what he said he was going to do. So that's kind of the backstory of what happened. Well, so they get, she is, she is pregnant, comes from the Holy Spirit, supposed to have a baby. They haven't, I mean, she has not been with anyone else. So, I mean, there's a lot to add up there. What are they, what are they telling the public? Do people believe her? Uh, do people believe Joseph? I don't know. I wasn't alive during those days. I would say probably a lot of people didn't. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know what the situation was there, but we're going to hop on over to, Luke 2, so I guess the moral of the story is there, Joseph followed uh, God's will, he obeyed him, and now it's all going to work out for the best. But anyway, Luke 2, we're going to talk. We're going to walk through like the, the actual birth of Jesus. This is the most common uh, story that's, that's read aloud. Most people know these verses, uh, so if you know them, good, good for you. If not, just follow along and we'll, we'll go through it together. So, uh, and it came to pass in those days, and there went out a decree 
from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. Well, I guess they were paying taxes back then too. I guess we'll always be paying them. Been paying them for 2,000 years. That means we're going to keep paying them until we die and probably the next generations until the Lord comes back. So uh, tax season is right around the corner. Just go ahead and prepare yourself. you got to be paying taxes. And as a business podcast, I need to tell you, Get your tax stuff in order. Do not wait around. Do not cheat the government because it will come back to you. So uh, side tangent from biblical stuff. I don't know. It's kind of biblical because right here they're going to uh, pay their taxes, which is what you should be doing. Don't cheat the system. Do it right. Get your tax stuff in order. You really come back to bite you. Back to the biblical story of the birth of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Luke 2, chapter 2, uh, verse 2. And this in this taxing was first made when Serenius was governor of Syria. So Serenius was governor, and uh, this was first made when he when he became the governor. So uh, verse 3, and all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. So everyone went to their own city where they were from and had to be taxed. So they had to go to where they were from and uh, be taxed in that city. So they had to travel long ways. That's what they, people, even if you lived in other cities far away, you had to go back to your original city. Verse 4, and Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. So what what the Bible is saying here, what Luke is is telling us is Joseph had to travel. He had to travel from Nazareth all the way to Bethlehem. Well, as the crow flies nowadays, as scholars uh, would say, the, so as the crow flies, it's about 70 miles. As scholars would say back in the day, it was a rough terrain if you want to take a straight shot there. It was rough terrain. There was uh, people on the way that would mug him. You could be harassed. It could be a bad situation for a very pregnant Mary and Joseph to be traveling. So they they had to travel Upwards of 90 miles, because they had to take detours and stuff, on a horseback. All right, And, and here, we'll, we'll move on. We'll get back to this. Verse 5. To be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. Being great with child. That's what I That's what I see in that verse. That, that tells me that she was very far along. She wasn't just like a month into her pregnancy or two months in. She was probably nine months in, eight or nine months in. She was, she was very pregnant. So she is... And the way of travel back then, they were poor. They didn't have any money. They weren't riding in nice carriages or anything. They were riding donkeys. They were riding horses and livestock and cattle. So there's no telling what they're riding on. A lot of people say donkey. I don't know. I'm not a biblical scholar. I'm just going off what I've learned and studied growing up. So say it was a donkey. Mary's riding on a donkey for 90 miles on the hot, the heat, the cold. I don't know what's, I mean, I guess it, I guess it was cold. I don't know uh, if, it's, if it was around Christmas time, but dusty and, and bumpy roads and just, it, I mean, you're, you're riding on an animal. It stinks. She's sick. She's in pain. Uh, I can't imagine what that experience would be like, but she decided to go do it. Uh, they decided to be diligent and go pay their taxes. So that's step one. They have to, they have to travel. They have to be obedient and they're diligent and they do that. Well, uh, so step, that was verse five. They are, she's great with child and they're traveling. And verse six, it says, and so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. What does that tell us? While they were there in Bethlehem, it was time for her to have the baby. That's why I say that when she was traveling, she was very far along because, Hey, she's in Bethlehem and she's time to have the baby. So she was very far, far along when she was traveling. She gets there. I guess they're there a day or two. I don't know. But she decides, I mean, they decide, God decides it's time for her to have the baby. Well, she has the baby, but here's a, here's a catch here. Um, so it was, they were there, and the days were accomplished. She should be delivered. Verse 7, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swathing clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. Let's just think about that for a minute. Let's stop here and pause. Let's just say that Jesus, King of the world, Savior of our sins, ruler of everything, say it's not him that's being born. Say it's Jeremiah Jennings that's being born. 
I would hope, I would hope that there was someone out there that could say, hey, you can have my room in the end tonight. You don't have to go have a baby in a manger in a stable where animals live. I, I'll, I'll go sleep there tonight. You can, you can have your baby in this room. I would think, I would hope someone would do that. Much less, like I said, Jesus, the king of the universe. All right, saving everyone from their sins. This was prophesied. People knew that. Like this, people knew this was happening. Okay, this they had been talking about this. She was pregnant for nine months. It wasn't something that just came out of the blue. All right, it was prophesied. People didn't believe it though. And so my thought is, why would they not let nobody there? No one there is going to let her stay in an inn. They have to have a baby in a manger. Well, turns out, yeah, she has to. So uh, she does that, and it says there was no room for them in the inn. And that's kind of the story right there is, do you know what a manger is? Everybody know what a manger is? It's a food trough for animals. So the king of the universe comes from a perfect heaven to a dirty earthly stable and is born in a food pen for animals. The donkey that Mary rode on would have eaten out of that manger that, that he was born, that Jesus was born in. Think about that for a second. That's how lowly and humble Jesus came into the world. Like that sets the precedent for how we should be. We should not think anything of ourselves. Okay. We're nothing. The king of the universe, the most perfect being there's ever been, comes and die and uh, is born in a manger where animals eat from. Okay, so that's verse nine. Uh, that's verse seven. Verse eight is, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. So they're shepherds out. They got the night shift. Uh, it's probably a miserable job. I mean, I would hate to be out there watching my sheep all night. Don't you don't get paid a lot. Dark outside. It's just just not a fun job. And verse 9 says, And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. So an angel came to them and said, Hey, look, this is what's about to happen. We're going to, I'm, going to, I'm going to read what they said here. But an angel comes to them out there. You think they're, you think they're not scared? It's dark out there, and an angel's just come down. Um, I, I would be, I'd be pretty scared. So verse 9, Angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. Verse 10 and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for I, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. So, unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. So, the angels come down and tell the shepherds, that's what, that's what, the, that's what happened. They said Jesus was just born. Right there, okay? Come down and tell them, break it pretty clear. Well, the angels get excited about it. They believe, I mean, I mean, the shepherds get excited about it. They believe him. And, so the angels continue here, says, And this shall be a sign unto you, ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. So still telling the shepherds he's going to be in a manger. He's going to be in swaddling clothes, which is exactly what just happened. Okay, it's a true story. It's what just happened. 13. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. So they're they're praising God. They're saying, thank you. I mean, Jesus was born. They're, they're, they're praising him. Uh, so in verse 15, it says, And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. Yeah, I'd be excited too. The angels just came down, freaked you out, all right, scared you to death. But they're saying, look, Jesus was just born. All right, Jesus was just born. Well, they said, they shepherds said, well, let's go see him. I, I want to know what they did with their, with their sheep. Did they take them with him? Did they get somebody else to come watch them? I would like to know what happened there, but um, I don't know. Sheep were dumb. They might have just stayed where they were. So they make haste, and they go. They, and verse 16 says, They came with haste, found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger, which is exactly what they told, what they told was going to happen. 
So they ran. It says they came with haste. means they hurried. They didn't waste any time. They got there. Verse, 16, verse 17, And when they had seen it, they made it known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. So as they, see, as they had seen it, they started telling people about it. They told them what happened. They were telling everybody, letting, letting the word get out that Jesus was born. Verse 19, But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. So Mary, Mary thought about what was happening and just said, Hey, I, I'm going to remember this stuff forever. Like she treasured that stuff that was happening. She treasured what the angels said. She treasured what the shepherds saw and what they were telling people. She took that personally and she said, This means a lot. Like she, you just, you just birthed the king of the universe. I would probably ponder it too. Uh, verse 20 And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had seen and heard as it was told unto them. They returned, praising God for what they had just gotten to see. Verse 21, and when eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child, his name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Remember, the angel said, this is what you're going to call him. Uh, He said that before Jesus was born. The angel came down and told Joseph that. That's exactly what they named him after he was circumcised. Verse 22, as it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that openeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves and pigeons, or two pigeons, were uh, were sacrificed. So, what happens here in the last part is there's three ceremonies that were required after the birth of a child. Uh, one of them was the circumcision, which would take place uh, the eighth day after a son's birth, after the mother's seven days of ceremonial uncleanness, and the child was usually given a name at that time, which is exactly what happened here in verse uh, 21. Circumcised and given the name Jesus. There's a second ceremony um, that said that was uh, involved in the presentation and consecration of a firstborn son. And then the third ceremony was there was the purification of the mother celebrated 40 days after a son's birth or 80 days after having a daughter. So that's kind of the story. That's the walkthrough of what actually happened, what all went on before uh, leading up to Christ's birth, and then what happened when when he was born. So I want to talk just a few minutes here as we wrap this show up. It's not going to be very long when I told you that. If you're still listening, thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope this is helping you at some some way, shape, or form. So what this tells me is literally Christ left a perfect heaven to come here to a lonely, dirty, disgusting earth, and he was born in a manger in one of the dirtiest places he could have been ever, ever been born. Like, it's literally where animals eat their food. I can't get over that. And then the fact, the fact to me is crazy that people knew that Jesus was to be born and they didn't let Mary stay in a room. There was no room for her in the inn. I would think if it was me, they would let me stay there. All right? If it was just a random dude, they would let my mom stay there. But no, they didn't. So uh, that all fits into God's plan, though. And it's just so fitting that he comes and, and makes a way for us. He's so humble and he teaches us that we should always be humble. We should think nothing of ourselves because Christ thought nothing of himself. He thought that he was lowly enough, and uh, he came to die. I mean, to be born in a manger uh, with with other humans, just just like another just like another person. And he lived a perfect life for thirty three years here on Earth. And there's a lot of stuff that packed that was packed in there, a lot of biblical stuff. But uh, the reason for the season is Christ was born. But then, why was he born? He came to he came to die for our sins and to so we can go to heaven one day. And that's the thing is, I know that's kind of more of an Easter talk is the death and the burial and the resurrection of Christ, but you kind of need to talk about it on Christmas as well. Is that's why he was born? He came to save the world from our sins, and that's what happened when he died. Is literally it was the world was dark. Like he took all the weight of all of our sins, past, present, future, anything we can think, say, do, any every bad word you thought, every bad thing you've looked at, every bad action you've made. 
Jesus paid for it all on the cross. He, he died. He saved your sins. All you got to do is ask forgiveness, and, and boom, it's done. It's gone. And so that's, that's what happened is the world came upon his shoulders. The world was dark. The world shook. Okay, there was an earthquake. God turned his back on Jesus, and that was that. He took all the, all the sin on his shoulder. But here's the thing with Jesus. He said literally his last words were, forgive them for they know not, know not what they do. Like he, he wasn't down, I mean, downcasting us as humans. He said, hey, they don't even know what they're doing. Just forgive them. I will take their, I'll take their pain. I'll take their suffering. Put it all on my shoulders. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what he did. So uh, that's the gift. I mean, the gift is out there. We've talked about salvation on the podcast before. We're going to continue to talk about our faith. Um, that that's why I'm so adamant in in putting leaving Christ in Christmas. I know that's a big thing you see nowadays. Is uh, people saying Happy Holidays and Merry Xmas and or Happy Xmas. I don't even know what you say with that. And Happy Holidays. Yeah, I, I understand it because you're talking about you can kind of enter uh, twine Thanksgiving and New Year's in there. So Happy Holidays, just a good holiday season. Uh, the Xmas thing, I don't agree with at all. I, I don't know why we're removing Christ from Christmas because that's what I'm saying is that's the reason for the season. Literally, Christ is. I mean, that's that He's in the Word. Christmas. So uh, we don't need to take that out and make it Xmas. I mean, what are we doing? X in Christ out? I don't really understand that. Uh, we're, we're, it's a scary time when we start X in Christ out of his own, uh, his own, I mean, I guess holiday. I mean, celebration of life is what we're doing there. Um, so I, I'm a big fan of keeping Christ in Christmas and remembering the reason for the season. The season, the reason is not to give gifts. The reason is not to get gifts. Um, the reason is to celebrate his birth. And that's one thing that I want to do personally, and I want to work on in our family in the future, is we, we got to start worrying about getting stuff, guys. Like, getting stuff means nothing. That's not going to go with you, okay? Even even giving a present to somebody, giving a kid a toy. Like, yeah, okay, good. Do do some good. Give your kid a toy, all right? Whatever you want. I, I'm not to that point yet. I don't have kids. I don't know how I'm going to feel when it comes to that. But I feel like if I'm going to give my money... To a, my kids gonna my kids gonna be well off. I work my butt off. We take care of our family. Uh, we are financially smart. Like y'all are all entrepreneurs out there. You're you're making ends. I mean, you're doing you're doing well for your family. All right, you're you're being smart. We're going through the business podcast. Like we talk about that stuff all the time. Take some of that money. Your kids are your kids don't have you know your kids don't want anything. They have everything they need. Okay, they have they have food. They have water. They have shelter. They have a few toys to play with. They have clothes in their back. Okay. Take the money that you would give them, $30, $50, $100, whatever you would spend on them, put it towards furthering the gospel in some, in some foreign country. Like, there's billions of people that don't even know, don't even know who Christ is. We'll never know, okay, unless we get the trans, the Bible translations to them and get the war and get the Bible out to them. So, that's a big thing for me is uh, gift giving. Yeah, I know. I mean, people do it. Not against it, like I said. By any means, I'm not against it. I don't want to. I don't want you to think that I hate giving gifts. I'm going to receive gifts this year. I'm going to give gifts this year. But don't make that the whole reason for the season. Don't the elf on the shelf, Santa Claus. Don't get caught up in that. Those are all good holiday traditions. But don't let that be the. Don't let that be the reason for the whole. The whole point of the holiday. So. Um, anyway, I don't want to keep on rambling here, but that I hope this show has helped you in some way, shape, or form. Uh, if anything else, just to kind of remind you on what it was about, even if you knew what, it was, knew what the Christmas story was, maybe this just to give you a little refresher on it, because I always need to be refreshed on stuff like this. Um, so I don't want to step on anybody's toes, but I'm not going to hide my how uh, I'm not going to hide my beliefs and how I feel about things. And we're just going to keep bringing it to you raw and uncut and just the truth. That's what we're about here on the podcast is just we're going to bring the truth and we're going to show you how we actually live and uh, just just all the stuff that goes along with it. So this episode is not sponsoring content, just growing green landscapes here, putting out content. And uh, your host, Jeremiah Jennings, we're, I'm the one that's putting all this out all on my own. There's no no parties joining with us. This is all on my own. Uh, and, and any sponsors that we have in the in the future 
or um, they're they're not going to be affiliated with this episode. They don't have to be. So don't let that reflect on any of them. If if you don't like this episode, don't let it, don't ever let it reflect on our sponsors because it's not just, we're not including them in this. Uh, they might they have their own beliefs. They might feel this way. They might not. But we're not going to include them in this on this episode. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Like I said, if it was a fresher for you, if it helped you, let me know. Reach out. I always want people reaching out to me. I love the feedback. I love helping people. That's what I want to do. Is I want to help people. So if it helps you. Great. Let me know. If it helps somebody else, share it. If it helped you, share it to somebody else. Let them know, like, hey, man, listen to this podcast. Maybe they'll share it with their friends. Maybe they'll share it with their friends. And then, who knows, it might reach somebody that's never heard the gospel or somebody that that has, but they never thought about it this way or they've never heard it this put this simple. Like, who knows what it may be. It might bring somebody else to Christ. That would be insane if it happened because we have a small audience here. But this thing could really grow, and this could reach a bunch of people. And if it reaches one person, it's worth everything. The last six months of hard work that I've put in, the time, the money, the effort, if it literally reached one person and they got saved, the whole thing would be worth it. I don't care if I made any money. I don't care if I lost money. It would all be worth it right there in and of itself. So uh, if you're out there and you enjoyed the show, let me know. Share it with other people. Hopefully it helps them as well. Uh, I love the feedback. Let me know what you think, and we might do some more of this stuff in the future. I'm not a biblical scholar by any means, so don't don't come at me trying to correct me on stuff. I might have gotten some things wrong. I might have read something wrong. I might have pronounced something wrong. I'm not professing to be a biblical scholar. Just telling you as I believe, as I've grown up, as I've studied, as I've read right here out of the King James Version. So I hope you enjoyed it today. I hope you have a great Christmas whenever it is you're listening. If you're listening live when the episode releases, I hope you have a great Christmas Eve. Have a good time with your family. Have a great Christmas Day. And then get back out and crush it this week before New Year's. Maybe you're taking a week off. I don't know. I'm going to have some time off. I take week. I take a few weeks off here in the winter because uh, we don't do snow or anything. So we take some a few weeks off before the New Year starts. Have some time with our families, uh, with my wife, and then we get some things in order around the house and get ready to crush two two pretty hard. As Paul Jamison would say, that's his new nickname for 2022 coming up soon. Uh, but anyway, I am excited to see what we have coming in 2022. This is uh, We're going to try to continue to keep the guest episodes rolling. We're going to be at the Hype House in February. I'm so excited. We're going to talk some more about that on a few uh, further podcasts on the road. So today, we're going to strictly leave it here, right here. We're going to leave it with the biblical uh, Christmas story walkthrough of the birth of Jesus Christ, and that's how we're going to end it right there. So I hope you all enjoyed the episode. If you would, if you did, would you leave those ratings and reviews? That'll help us. Uh, just leave that a little one sentence rating and review. Uh, press that five stars, and that'll help us so so much. Spotify, if you're listening on Spotify, you can do that now. They just added those ratings and reviews. So please, please, please go do that. I know a lot of people listen on Spotify. That'll really help us. Just social proof the podcast some more, and uh, that'll just help us grow here in the future. So thanks for tuning in. Hope you all have a great day whenever you're listening. And uh, like I say, I want to build this community one relationship at a time. Hopefully this uh, furthers our relationship. If you need any help, always reach out to me. I'm always available. Thanks. Hope you have a great day. We'll see you out here on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Landscapes podcast. We know you have many other podcast options to choose from, and don't take it for granted that you chose to spend some time with us today. You can connect with Jeremiah Jennings at Growing Green Landscapes on Instagram or use the link in the show description. Don't forget to smash the follow button on the podcast and leave those five-star ratings and reviews. We hope you crush it in your business and hope to catch you on our next episode.